everyone. Welcome to The Path of Me. I'm your host, Wendy Hutchinson. Today, I have the beautiful Shalina Warrior, who's a personal friend. She is a successful professional geologist and founder of Truth Minerals, an online shop offering conscious consumers legitimate, locally sourced crystals, rocks, and minerals. And she merged her education, MS and BS in geology, with over 20 years of practice in wellness, metaphysics, and spirituality, as well as her passion for conscious consumerism to help people deepen their connections to the earth and their higher selves while living their best lives. Welcome, Shalina. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having me, Wendy. Of course, of course. I have a little bit of a cold. So if my voice sounds a little froggy or an octave lower, that's why. Um, it's just your sexy, raspy voice. That's what it is. I put that one on for this interview. Yes. I wanted to ask you how your affinity with rocks, gems, crystals, and minerals started? Was it something that you've always had um, a passion for or? Yeah, totally, for as long as I can remember. Um, when I was a child, you know, my favorite gifts were those sets with the minerals or, or the fossil sets. When I was a kid, I just wanted to be outside. Um, I grew up in central Texas in a small town right outside of Austin. And, you know, I just remember sitting outside and like picking up little pieces of limestone, dolostone really, and watching how they sparkled in the sunlight. Um, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's always just, I think a lot of people start out that way. And, you know, I see my kids and other kids collecting minerals. I think a lot of us are just so in tune with the earth, especially as children. And you know, being in nature, so many of us as kids, kids just want to play outside, just want to play outside. Um, certainly I was that way. In fact, I remember once, you know, there was a rainstorm and I always just felt really like connected and I couldn't explain it, but it was like a feeling, a feeling of, I guess, peace, um, you know, sort of this spirituality, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and I, it was sure. a rainstorm coming in and my grandparents raised me and they were really super strict. And I ran out to the barn because I just wanted to like be under the barn for this entire rainstorm and like listen to the rain pitter pattering on the aluminum roof and just like be out in it. My How old were you when, that, when you did that? How old oh, were you? I was probably like eight. But my grandmother was so mad. She sent my cousin out and she was like, get her in here right now. <laughs> So yeah, I think all of us as children, oh we just know that we belong in nature. I think you were so connected from the beginning. I think we all are. Absolutely. I think it's hard though, because our environment doesn't foster it. Like our childhood environment, you know, because they have their own paradigms and um I don't know, family patternings and beliefs and things. And so we are, we're so connected and open, but then over time, oh, we kind of oh, shut yeah. down. But then your grandmother chases you in and says, get back in here and don't be outside in a rainstorm. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's just like a, a small example. For sure. For sure. Um, you know, I think that as children, like these things aren't really valued so much, you know, our connection. I think... I was fortunate 
in that, you know, my, I had these hippie aunts and my mom was kind of hippie. And so, you know, right after we had goats, when I was growing up, we had goats. And as soon as we were like weaned off breast milk, it was goat milk. And my grandparents had a big garden. We always had chickens. So I, I feel really fortunate in that I was connected as a child. And I knew like yeah. where food came from mm-hmm. and had the opportunity to be outside. And I, you know, I'm trying to do that also for my kids. Sure. And so we've got chickens in the backyard and that's so cool. Yeah. And so like we take these things um, after stripping off all the programming, you know, yeah. Oh, these were the, these were the gems. Like this is the good stuff that I want to pass on to my kids. Well, I love that you're consciously aware of that. Yeah. And you're creating that environment for the kids. Well, it took, it took a while, you know, it's, it wasn't a, it's never a straight line, right? It's it always kind of this winding road back to ourselves and our truth. And for sure, obviously, you felt called to pursue higher education. Yeah, go in that direction. So, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, I grew up with my grandparents, and you know, they were Great Depression era folks. My grandfather was the first one in our family on that side, on my mom's side, to go to college and pursue higher education. And um, it was, he served in World War II, the very tail end of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the GI Bill, that's what it was called at that time. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he came back from World War II, he had the opportunity to you know, get a college education funded by the government. So he went and in two and a half years, got a double major and a double minor in engineering physics for the major and geology economics for the minor. Yeah, my grandmother said that he used to study on their dates. Like they'd go out on dates, but he'd have all his books and he'd be studying. (laughs) Um, But you know, there's also this dynamic and speaking of family, you know, programming and Mm -hmm. and things like that. I'm a woman, so my grandmother didn't go to college, right? She that wasn't a thing. She stayed home. She took care of the home. She took care of the children. And that's where her value was. So she probably expected that for her children and for you. Right. Well, for her children, I think things evolved throughout the family. And, and I'm really thankful that it was kind of opened up and laid out for me. Mm-hmm. My aunts and mother, you know, being the, the women of their generation, it was kind of like this expectation that they can go to college and either be teachers or nurses and Mm -hmm. so I had two aunts that became teachers and my mother became a nurse and so it was kind of like we're just continually evolving as women and Mm -hmm. when it was you know my turn I was kind of looking up and as a child like why can't I do this stuff why can't I get a degree in science why can't I be successful how how we define success for men. Why can't women step into that space? And you know, I, I love that the- you were having that internal dialogue and that potential was seed was planted for you, even though it wasn't necessarily fostered because you were breaking through a glass ceiling there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel really fortunate seeing the evolution, you know, and getting to take my place in it. So, so that also gave you a really strong foundation of knowledge for Truth Minerals, right? So what inspired you to start Truth Minerals? Tell me about that journey. Yeah, so, um, you know, I started out in college. I took a geology class. At the time, I went in as an undeclared major, which means I have no idea what I want to study. 
And I took, you know, I was taking all my basics. I took that first geology class and Wendy, I was like, this is it. You know, when you have a feeling, you know, when there's like divine guidance, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was it. I was like, this is it. I'm going to study this. I'll major in this. This is what I'm going to do. Just know it inside. You just know. I just knew. I just knew that that was what I was going to do. And so, you know, I did, I got my bachelor's degree in geology Mm -hmm. and it was amazing. Um, for our courses, we were required to take field trips where we would go out and we would go camping over spring break. Or one of our courses that we had to take in order to graduate was field camp. It was six weeks in the summer. We six weeks? Six wow. Weeks walking outside every day, camping, mapping, making geologic maps, um, studying the you know rock formations, measuring certain properties about them. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. So I just, the whole time, I just, that was home. Like I knew it was right. And I felt it really strong. And then I went out to get my master's degree and pursued a career in industry. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing. Um, about 10 years in though, I was like, okay, I just kind of knew this mm-hmm. isn't really for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of a tumultuous. I think we kind of hit a ceiling when it's time for us to move on. I like think you're right. this inner knowing there's just like all of a sudden circumstances are kind of pushing you yes kind of go in another direction but it can be uncomfortable too because that's what you've known and it's provided a lucrative income and yeah no you're right and it's like we can choose to see these things around so when I right. knew I was leaving it was 2016 mm-hmm. and the industry that I was in at the time was crashing Mm. And so, you know, kind of right at that time, um, they, the company that I was at was like passing out severance packages. And so if you chose to, to leave, or if you were sort of, you know, asked to leave, you would get this layoff and you'd get up, you know, they'd give you a bunch of money. Lucrative, right? Yeah. You're like, I'll take it. This is kind of perfect timing. Um, so yeah, that's, that happened. And then I've done a little bit of consulting still mm-hmm. to stay mm-hmm. in that space. But the way Truth Minerals came up, you know, on, on you know, the one side, I was pursuing my career, mm-hmm. um, doing science, you know, finding resources in the earth and helping, I think, people, all of us, you know, mm-hmm. by finding these resources that we all use in our, in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. And you know, there was this growing spiritual aspect as well. Starting in college, like how I stumbled on that geology class, I also stumbled on like a different spiritual path. It just so happened that um, a friend at the time invited me to go and see a speaker. And I was just like, sure, whatever, yeah, I'll go. And the speaker was Don Miguel Ruiz. And it was- Are you he was serious? Talking, oh my yeah, God. He was about his book that he just um, published called The Four Agreements. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was incredible. And, and so different from my like Catholic upbringing. Um, And so I was like, Whoa, there's another, there's another path. There's another way. And so this really resonated. And then I went back and I saw like Neil Donald Walsh give a talk at the same venue and I just couldn't stop. So you You started, you became a seeker. Right. Yeah. What you're seeking is seeking you. Right. So Oh, Those yeah. books are coming and speaker opportunities. They, they came exactly at the right time. I remember, you know, I was at like a Barnes and Noble one time and I was like, 
looking through it and this one just like was sticking out a little bit and it was you know the Eckhart Tolle book power of now yeah yes so yes it so that was that was this other path and so you know after I'd left my um you know, big company geology job, I had several people all at once kind of asking me, oh, you're a geologist. Do you know where I can find crystals? Do you know where I can find crystals? Independent people, mm -hmm. lots of asking me the same question. And for, for a long time, you know, in my life, I've been sourcing things locally from farmers markets in terms of food and really put a lot of emphasis on where does our clothing come from? Where does our this come from? Where does our that come from? And so I was kind of curious. I got really curious about it in terms of, you know, crystals and minerals, um, knowing that people are using them for spiritual tools. And so I consulted, what I heard somebody say the Oracle Google. So I consulted the Oracle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> out that a lot of the crystals on the market mm. are not ethically sourced yes unethically sourced I mean I read a, an article I think it's in New Republic it's published online um maybe 2018 and it was an account of rose quartz mining in Madagascar and the reporter cited that there's like 85,000 child laborers that are sourcing these crystals. And wow, so it's like made, slavery. It, none of it made sense to me. And so, you know, all the while, you know, these things are coming at me. And so my inner knowing is like, oh, girl, you can do something about this. Right, right. And so, so what year did you start Truth Minerals? Um, I started, the website opened at the beginning of 2021. So January 1st, 2021. Perfect. And it's truthminerals.com. Truthminerals.com. Yep. And, and it's been, it's been amazing, you know, and like you said, when things just kind of come to you or pop out at you, things that you're seeking are really seeking you. Yes. I can't, I can't even describe it better. The whole process. I mean, people just come up. You know, I don't even know the right how people, I, right? The connections. Yes. The right like people. the people who are um, just the people that you've met who you've gone on digs with mm -hmm. and yeah. who source these ethically source these um, crystals for you and gems and minerals. Yeah. I mean, you're starting to make some really powerful connections. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can show us like what an unprocessed. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's. So there's that piece, right? So people are just coming up. So everything, well, like 98% of what I've sourced so far for Truth Minerals comes from the US. There's like a little bit from Canada, but it's by these American guys. And that's how at this time, I know that it's ethically sourced because I am paying the guys that dug it out of the ground and they do it because they love it. They do it because they want to. They do it because they are called to do it. They're passionate and their energy is kind of infused in that process, don't you yes. think? Yes. Like one of my favorite diggers, I've told you about him, Wendy, but. Um, is it Carl? Yes, Carl. I've told you <laughs> he's, um, he's 74. He mm -hmm. still goes digging. He lives in Colorado. He, he just was called to leave Florida and go to Colorado to be in the mountains and dig crystals. And so for 40 years, what 40 years that's what he's been doing 
And he goes and digs everything by hand. He's got several mining claims throughout the state. Um, and, you know, he's asked to consult for other people. He's like the OG. He's like the OG of, of Colorado crystal digging. And um, <laughs> wow. I'm, it's my honor to, to be able to know him and source him. mentored by him too, right? Right. And to bring some of the beautiful things that he's found out to the world, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, so there's a few things. Well, this is one of his pieces right now. You can see so this cool. blue is called Amazonite. Mm -hmm. It's a type of feldspar. And then these little black ones are smoky quartz crystals. This is one of the pieces that Carl has found. And in addition to, you know, showing these things to, to people in the world, part of what my mission is as a geologist, and I feel is my responsibility, is to explain and share what is the process, right? A lot of people don't know. Right. You know, this did not come out of the ground looking like this. Right. Um, for example, so, you know, you don't just necessarily wash it off with soap and then it comes out. <laughs> There is right. a whole process, like this one, for example, this is a smoky quartz crystal from mm -hmm. Colorado. And you see all this reddish stuff and brownish stuff. Is that like dirt embedded into it or? No, these are other minerals that have grown oh. on the surface. Okay. okay. So this is hematite and gertite. These are all iron minerals. So this actually, this crystal formed almost 2 billion years ago, over a billion years ago. Wow. Yeah, this is old, old stuff. So it's been sitting down under the ground for a really long time. And it's had a chance for other minerals to grow. On do you carbon date it? Like, how do you know how old it is? They've carbon dated the source rock, yeah, for sure. Well, carbon date, you can test zircons. There's all kinds of ways you can date the age of okay. rocks. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so when it gets cleaned up, here's one that's cleaned up. So all the material's been removed. And it's not just washing in water. These Does it take a long time to get it to that It point? sometimes takes a long time. So the guys that, Carl, for example, when he cleans and many of the guys that small shops, they try to use the less, like the least toxic things. Um, so they'll use iron out, um, which, you know, you can use different acids. Are they soaking it in something? Yeah. So they'll soak it in a solution mm. and it stays there for several days and then that's, that's removed. Um, so when you buy some, when you, you know, buy a crystal from overseas, there's a whole process that you probably don't even know about. And, um, you know, perhaps it's changed a lot of hands. So just, you know, I feel it's my responsibility to kind of help out and make people aware of the process and what goes on. Well, I also love that it's everything is so ethically sourced. Mm -hmm. Like you have a lot of integrity in what you put out there through Truth Minerals. You also have an Instagram. I love your Instagram Thank and you. a newsletter. So, oh yes. Yeah, and we can we can talk about that later too. But yeah, um, yeah. I wanted to talk about, you know, your awareness of the impacts to humans, animals, and the planet mm. of these minerals and what we're doing with them. I know a lot of them have healing properties, a lot. Everything is so connected. I mean, 
we're connected to the earth. We're connected to everything in our field. You know this, Wendy, energetically mm -hmm. on a on a deeper level. Yeah. You know, there's there's this underlying force, call it the universe, consciousness, mm -hmm. God, love, mm -hmm. energy. And we're all connected. So when we make choices, when we make business decisions, where it's a fair deal, where we know that um, you know, the impact to the planet is minimal, where there's no humans being harmed mm -hmm. um, or injured. Right. Yes, it's it's a consciousness and it's it's like a form of conscious consumerism where we lift everyone up with these with these choices. We're fortunate that we do have choices. Um, you know, there's a lot of options for where you buy anything, Crystal. Well, I think a lot of people don't even have an awareness that some of these things that they're purchasing were dug up by child labor or supported the Taliban, I saw that. Right. So this beautiful mineral lapis lazuli um, most commonly comes out of, I don't have an example to show you, otherwise I would. It's, mm -hmm. it's really like this deep blue, it's beautiful, beautiful. And it's got pyrite in it, like you see little bits of pyrite in it. Yeah, that is pretty much every time you buy lapis, you're funding the Taliban. And so thank you, Wendy, for inviting me on your podcast yeah. so that we can help make people aware. You want to and educate people, right? A so lot of people choose. don't. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. you know, um, what did Maya Angelou say? Something about um, you do you do your best, and then when you know better, you do better. Right. So that's that's all we can do, right? So thank you, Wendy, for having me on, so that you know I can of course. share okay. this. We can share this message and make people aware. Now I want I, you 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 shared some talking points with me, and one of them was how to tap into your inner internal guidance system. Mm -hmm. That's such an important topic. It is. Because we're being guided all the time. We are so being guided all the time. It's just a matter of listening, right? Yeah. And it's a matter of, like you always say, being in alignment. Yes. And when you're in alignment, it's about checking in, right? So you kind of have to slow down. But all of us are so busy, you know, doing what we do and living our lives. And I guess I wanted to share, recently I was in Colorado sourcing um, some crystals and one of my friends that really wanted to go digging with him um, and so I just had to like kind of check in because all the plans changed the people that were supposed to come with us kind of bailed and it would just be um, my friend actually Carl who I would love to dig with and then my two little kids and um, one of them was starting to not feel so good and so it was like this tough decision um and I was just like what do I do what do I do what do I do and so what I what I did was you know check in like probably similar to what you do when it comes to making any decision right. so I sat down I found a quiet place I closed the door I may have grabbed like a quartz crystal or something clear quartz to yeah. you know help with clarity and just yeah. sat down closed my eyes and got into a space like a quiet space where my mind was a little bit silent and I just I sort of imagined these two scenarios one scenario I go digging and then I sat and I just let my body feel 
how it felt. And then I imagine the other scenario, which was I don't on that particular day and I go do something else. And it was super clear, like what I was <laughs> doing. I mean, as soon as I like imagined it, like right. one, of the, one of the options, like my shoulders tensed up and I felt my whole body, it just felt like- Resistance, Whoa. right? You feel resistance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we have to listen to. And that's, I mean, every decision, you know, we can tap into our, to our inner guidance and it doesn't have to be a big decision. Um, it can just. Be Here's like, the thing that always surprises me. People who have that knowing will tap in and then still not honor what they're getting, right? They're still like, but I'm still going to do it. And then when they do that, shit happens. Yeah. 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 Guilty. Uh, guilty. <laughs> I think all of us have done that before, you know, but I think as you go further, you continually are reminded through experience. Experience is our greatest teacher. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. And we're constantly evolving. Yes. Of course, 100%. all of us have done that where we listen and we're like, well, you know, my internal guidance system says I'm supposed to do this, but I really want to do that. We have to be so careful about our ego mind. Right. Because our yeah. ego mind is always trying to trump our inner soul knowing, mm -hmm. but it really should be the opposite. Our, our heart and our inner knowing and our soul should always be leading the way because the ego mind has an agenda. The ego mind has judgment. The ego mind has wounds that it's trying to um, compensate for in our decisions, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it has judgment. There's so many things that aren't supporting us on our journey if we're only tuned into that ego. Yeah, and you can tell right away. I mean, you can tell right away um, I can tell observing it. Like if I'm observing people making choices, I'm like, it's going <laughs> to hurt and, it, and they end up, you know, creating chaos or drama or I'm like, mm, I saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? So I think it's really important. And one thing that's really helped me to, you know, tap in and stay in and like remember to do that throughout the day is like mm -hmm. a morning practice. And yeah. I, I think you have one of your own, Wendy, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think we all have, I think people like us who are on a journey back to ourselves, you know, you can call it a spiritual path. I don't even know if it's a spiritual path, but it is a noble and sacred path. Yes. And back to our, our higher self, our authentic self, our multidimensional being and selves at source, you know? Yeah. I think every human is on that, walking that path, whether they're consciously or unconsciously walking it. Mm. And for those of us who are consciously walking it, we have tools that support right. our journey, right? Yes. So sure. what does that look like for you? Well, I have three kids. And so I have yeah. to be deliberate about Busy. starting my day, right? And so it is, it is so important to me that I have time mm -hmm. um, to tap in. So, you know, I have to wake up before everyone else in my house. I, I choose to wake up before everyone in my house, in my house and I love it. Um, so, 
for me, it's meditation, it's journaling, it's a nice cup of coffee yeah. and, and just having that space and time, not waking up and rushing, you know, right. on the days that I wake up and I'm like, oh, you know, I gotta, gotta get my kids ready. Gotta do this, gotta do it. I forget. And then you I feel go- feel more grounded when you're in that practice oh. space? Yes. For sure. So, so when I wake up and a lot of times when I do my meditation, I'll, you know, hold a certain crystal and it's kind of like, which one, you know, which one is speaking to me, right? I'll just kind of hold it in my hand. I'll start the day. I'll set an intention for the day. And that's huge. And then as I go through the day later on, when these things come up, I'm able to sort of recalibrate myself more easily and, sure. um, and kind of come back and make make more aligned choices and on the days that I don't which are fewer and fewer Good. as I as I get older yeah right, right. Um, I'm, you know it, it's hard to kind of come back so for me starting off the day that way is the key the solid foundation for you yeah and do you notice too because you're in a more aligned place your energy towards the kids is more tolerant and patient yes Instead of sure. right? Right. When I was raising my kids, I wasn't in that space. I was very unconscious in my parenting and my being. So I was that person who just hit the ground running and it was just hectic and exhausting and busy mm -hmm. for years, you know. It was a long time before I could exhale. Like when they went to college, then I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I had started to reconnect to myself. Nice. You know, I mean, eventually I got there. I wish I had gotten there sooner, but you know, everything unfolds in perfect time. And we all have our own soul contracts and agreements to play out. And our soul contracts were for them to have the environment with me and for us to trigger each other in that environment for our growth. Mm -hmm. So everything is unfolding perfectly, even if it seems chaotic. Yes, I agree with you. And how, old, how old are your children? Okay, so my oldest is 17, and then my middle son is eight, and my little one is five. And, you know, I've been there too, Wendy, when my oldest was like two or something. I certainly wasn't in the same place of alignment that I am now. Right. Um, and so, yeah, we had a lot of those days where it was like, hustle, get up, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Let's um, get you to preschool. Let's go. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you got to go to daycare because I got to go to work. Right. 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 But I mean, it's just, we're always evolving and we're always growing and it's beautiful, really. What's your vision for Truth Minerals? What's your dream? I'd like you to speak it because I think that's important. I think the mission for Truth Minerals, my vision is to educate, inspire, uplift mm -hmm. um, others. I just really want to provide a place where, you know, a community where people mm -hmm. can mm -hmm. come to learn um, about the, about these crystals and really can, to continue to do business with people, you know, the small people that are, you know, doing things right 
that are mining things correctly and showcase that. Well, they have integrity in their work, right? Yes, and to bring, really to bring awareness of that. Mm -hmm. um, and just as reach, reach as many people um, yeah. as are looking for, for this source of crystals and for these messages. I love it. I love also that you're doing public speaking. I know you spoke at the um, the Clear Light Gem and Mineral Society. Yeah. And I love that you're able to incorporate education with, I think you're, you're unique in that you have this geology background. Mm. So a lot of people who sell crystals have a spiritual background, but they don't really have the geology background. It's, it's so weird, Wendy, when I first started doing this, I, I really felt that in, in this space, there's like two tranches, mm -hmm. you can, you know, as far as consumers and, you know, sellers or whatever, you're either a, a mineral collector, which is more like rooted in science. Mm -hmm. um, and you tend to sort of collect mineral specimens like baseball cards, or you're into the metaphysical side. And I mean, I kept hearing this and I was like, why do they have to be separate? Why can't you? Yeah, exactly. Like there's what you're separate. doing, which is what yeah. I love. They're, they're not separate. I mean, science is, is beautiful. And I love science because, you know, we get to ask these questions. We get to observe. This is the thing I learned, you know, in, in all my education as a scientist and work. It's like, you're always asking questions. You're always observing the world around you. You don't jump to conclusions right away. Mm -hmm. And so in a way there's like this open-mindedness. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, as a scientist and most scientists, we know that science can only go so far. You can only get so far with science. The tools can only allow you to observe, you know, a certain portion of our physical reality and non-physical reality, like actually not much of that at all. And I think we all know that behind the science, or at least I know, and I want everyone else to know, is something greater. You know, um, we can observe, we can talk, we can write scientific papers, but at the end of the day, a seed is still going to sprout into a plant and we don't, we can't make it do that. It just does it. There are certain species of like earthworms or something, which is like a super simple form of life. And you cut it in half and it just grows the other half back there's nothing <laughs> that any of us did there's just this this it's organic unfolding right yeah. and yeah. it's like it's it's way more you know than what we can see and feel and touch it's um or rationalize right yeah or rationalize so you know i love what i love about crystals really is that you know, we can observe, you know, we can talk about the properties. We can talk about, you know, like this one has six sides and we can describe it. It's a pyramid, you know, prismatic, hexagonal prismatic. And this one is called Tessin habit because it kind of um, doesn't have a big point at the top like this one. You see that one has a point. Um, you know, we can describe all of these things and give them names, but at the end of the day, it's a freaking miracle that underneath the ground, almost 2 billion years ago, right. molecules of silica and oxygen came together and made this perfect arrangement. It's incredible. So that's what I want to share. So can people buy direct from you? Yes. Yes. 
Um, people can buy direct on the website. I've always got new collections, you know, coming up once they sell. And I send out a monthly newsletter with, um, you know, kind of some of the things that we're talking about here, information about, about the minerals, about how they grew, where they came from, and stories uh, about the people that dig them and, you know, things like that. How do your kids um, respond to this? Do they love going on these exploration camping trips where they dig oh minerals are they like I'm not interested and you're forcing me because <laughs> you have to hike kind of far sometimes for them to get yeah. to the place well you know again I just have to go back to my intuition and I know when they're ready to be challenged and I know when something is too much like as a mother and right. so um no for the most part they love it and I think I've been also really conscious about this. And I want to say to any other, you know, mothers that are listening, um, we don't have to kind of fall into this box, right? We don't have to, to fit into a mold and it has to be a certain type of job. You know, it has to be a nine to five. It has to be this. What, what I really am also doing here with Truth Minerals, I'm very deliberate about trying to design a life around my family mm -hmm. you know, not one that's like siloed and separate where like kids are here work is here mm -hmm. um i want them to like intermingle a bit like integrate yes integrate yeah. integrative and balanced mm -hmm. and so a lot of times when we plan um family vacations i've kind of been dragging them around to like look at outcrops and do geology field trips anyway mm -hmm. for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And so now as I do it, it's just like, okay, we're going on this family trip while we're here. Let's go to this mine. Let's talk to this person. Let's go, you know, take some pictures of this so that we can, you know, so that I can share that with, um, with interested people. So, yeah. I'm just wondering how many suitcases of rocks and minerals you've <laughs> hauled around back home from wherever you go uh, yeah so it's a lot um, of weight it's a lot of it's a lot of weight so um <laughs> road trips are good I actually have a trailer now like a big trailer to pull behind so this most recent trip I got thousands of pounds of rose quartz and this rose quartz is all from South Dakota it's beautiful pink um, and I'm really excited to start getting it inventoried and up on the website soon. But yes, in terms of suitcases, I have to tell you a funny story. So I was flying back from Denver one time. I was there, you know, for my consulting work. And I was like, well, while I'm here, I'm going to go and, and you know, bring an empty suitcase. And so I had one bag and I was taking it in the check-in and, you know, checking the, the luggage. And it was filled up with mineral specimens. And one of them <laughs> probably this big. And so I go through, I put the bag on the scanner and everybody's like, oh, what is this? All the security people are just like, oh my gosh, what is it? And they all kind of come over. <laughs> and the guy was like, I don't know. It might be like a boulder. I don't really know. And they open it up and I've got it all carefully wrapped and they dig it out and they're like, oh, okay, you can go now. They're like, just a crystal. So, like, I'm a geologist. Here's my card. Right, right. I'm a card carrying geologist. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm a geologist. It's fine. <laughs> These won't explode on the plane. Right. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you're doing this work. I think 
really times are changing right now. Yeah. The energies are changing on the planet. I think healing is changing. And I feel like, you know, crystals are going to be a big part of it in a different way, in a more multidimensional way, not in the old, I'm doing some sort of ceremony or I'm doing, I, I really feel like there's a what do you mean, Wendy? Tell me more. <laughs> I just feel like there's a consciousness awakening in the crystals as we go higher dimensionally. And that intelligence, that higher intelligence is going to come forward and people will be working with crystals in a different way. And that's what I mean. Well, I can't wait to see it and I'll be around for it. <laughs> I mean, I think that's why you're here. Yeah. Is to provide these very high vibrational and very pure, ethically sourced offerings to people. I, I agree. Right? I'm so glad you're doing the work that you do. Thank you, Wendy. And I'm so glad you're doing the work that you do. Oh, thank you. Yeah, sharing, you know, all these beautiful souls, like giving us all a chance to talk on your podcast. Yeah, we're like, a, I'm like a storyteller, you know? We tell you stories and we... We get people to maybe expand their consciousness a little bit or hear something that they didn't know about or learn something about themselves or really get inspired to maybe make more ethically, um, you know, sourced yes. decisions when it comes to products that they're purchasing or, you know, whatever it is. I think with awareness and expanded consciousness, we can do better, right? we can do better. So we can do better. yes, we are doing better. And I think it's yeah. all of us as a community, you know, um, we, we all share, like each of us have like these natural gifts and talents and certain loves. And like, for me, it's always been nature and mm -hmm. crystals and rocks and minerals. And, you know, it, talking with people, I think you're really good at, at, you know, you. the energy and others. And we all have these gifts. And I think in a way we really are all working together. Absolutely. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. We're and all sort of like linking arms and we're all, we're all rising together. And I know you're thinking about um, doing wholesale. Oh yes. Also. So if people who are watching this have a gift shop, right, a spiritual type of community or center yeah. or store, Reach out to Shalina on her. Yes. Shalina, S H A L I N A, at truthminerals.com. I do wholesale. Um, I have quite a bit of US material, and um, you know, I'll do I'll do wholesale and you can you can resell it. I've also got um, larger pieces if you're looking for something special for your home, like if you do feng shui or if you're a feng shui practitioner, you can purchase some of these things then to resell to your clients or whatever. So yes, ask me about wholesale. Um, that's a direction that, um, that I want to go to. I know I've shared all the. No, I think it's, I think people need to know that because you can ship anywhere. So yes, yes I can good for people anywhere. to be aware of it. Well, Shalina, thank you so much for being a guest with me today. Thank you, Wendy. Such Is there honor. anything else we wanted to, to talk about? Let's see. I guess I do want to let your 
your listeners know, um, if you are interested in subscribing to my newsletter and learning a little bit more, or um, you know, just checking out the website, when you first go to it, truthminerals.com, there's a pop-up box that comes up and it says, you know, you can be an insider and it asks for your first name and email address. And that's how you subscribe to the email newsletter. And once you do that, you'll also get a 20% off coupon that you can use for anything. So awesome. yeah. And then another, just another thing that I want to, you know, share, I think for all of us, giving back is really important too. And yeah. so everything, every purchase from Truth Minerals, a portion of our profits go back to organizations that help people get back to nature, connect with the earth. It's, you know, it's so healing. Um, I have a friend that has an animal rescue and she has like equine meditations and it's just a very beautiful organization. And that's one of, one of the organizations that we love to sponsor. Awesome. Um, so I did not know that. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Giving back is, is kind of huge. Um, your integrity is so amazing. Thank you for the work you're doing. Thanks for oh being my in my life. I love you so much. Oh, you too. Thank <laughs> you for everything that you're teaching all of us and the wisdom that you're, that you're sharing. And thank you. You know, I think everybody has a story and I think we can learn from each other. I think we're all students and we're all teachers, you know? Yes. There's so much that I don't know. Like, I'm reminded daily that I don't know what I don't know. So I'm, I'm perpetually learning myself, you know, my journey's eternal and sometimes it's hard. The spiritual journey is not easy. It's, it's hard, you know, confronting yeah. ourselves, but I think it helps to share stories of people who are finding their courage to step into their purpose and their lane and their truth whether they are supported by the people around them or not. Mm -hmm. Because if you're feeling an internal call, that's happening for a reason and it's happening right now for a reason. Yes. And, and I feel like- about listening. Yeah, if you don't answer it. You have to act. If you don't act on it, if you don't answer that call because of fear, there are many people who won't benefit from your gifts. That's true. That's and true. So even when I'm feeling unsure or um, I'm going out of my comfort zone, mm -hmm. I'm going to keep pushing myself because that's how you grow. Yeah, that's how you grow. And if you don't put yourself outside of your comfort zone, maybe you're not reaching the audience you're supposed to reach or doing the work you're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. And like I mean, that's. I mean, you look at that in nature, right? You see insects that outgrow their exoskeletons. They got to upgrade. It's got to upgrade. Exactly. You know, it, it requires faith in yourself. It requires confidence. It requires courage. And you have to be willing to step into your power and knowing and go forward, whether people are supporting you or not. Yes. You have to be so committed to your path and yourself that you choose you and follow that because the world needs you right now. Yes. You know, every one of us, every I mean, one of us. And to, I mean, especially like all of your listeners, all of yeah. you have special gifts. Yes. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And a lot of people aren't even aware of it. You know, 
they're not even consciously aware of how they impact people around them or what their gifts are, but. I bet most of your listeners know. I do have a lot of conscious listeners, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Shalina, thank you so much for being with me. Thank you so much, Wendy, for having great, me. Great having you. And to my audience, I hope you have a beautiful day. Love yourselves, be kind to each other and find the courage to step forward. You know, the world needs you all right now. So we'll talk to you later.